The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Carla Swanigan Ministries. Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is a wife and mother, international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller known for her transparency with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how he truly loves and sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, if you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Scandalous Grace, where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I am Carla Swanigan, and I'm so glad you're tuning into the show today. I'm excited about our topic today. Um, recently on the show, we talked about doors of opportunity that God's putting before us and um, recognizing those doors and acknowledging that they were from God and, and praying about all that and just figuring out, you know, what God was calling us to do and um, deciding whether or not we were ready to step through that door. So today on the show, I wanted to talk about what happens when you say yes to God and you do step through that door of opportunity. Sometimes you have to take a risk, right? It's not always just because God put a door in front of you. It's not always like easy peasy and everything just falls into place like a puzzle piece and, and everything's just hunky dory and Susie sunshine from there on out. Sometimes it, it may look a little risky. As a matter of fact, I would go so far as to say most of the time when I am doing something with God at first, it looks a little risky depending on, you know, how big the door is that he's asking me to step through. You know, and another thing is how long have I been waiting for that door to open? I have found in my own life and my own walk and journey and, and faith experiences with the Lord that a lot of times, the longer I've waited for a door to open a specific door, the bigger the opportunity is. And sometimes the riskier it looks to take that opportunity. So let's just go ahead and say that you listened to the previous show about doors of opportunity. And if you didn't, you can catch it on the KSM YouTube channel. You can watch it there. You can, you can see all of our previous shows after they air on the KS YouTube channel. And you can also listen to it on iTunes on the Carla Swanigan ministries podcast. So you can find out all that information on our website at carlaswanigan.com. And you know, you guys that that's Carla with the K. So let's get that. Um, but anyway, let's say that you listen to that show. If you haven't, go back and listen to it now. And then, um, you know, you can tune into this. But listen to that show. See what doors of opportunity God's putting in front of you. And then let's just imagine that you have said yes to that door. You've made the decision. You know it's God. And you're going to go through that door of opportunity. Okay? And so now you're inside that door and you see that it looks a little risky. Okay. And you're just like, Whoa, God, like, I don't know about this. You know, I said yes to you, but this is, this is kind of scary. This is freaking me out a little bit. I want to share a scripture with you that the Lord has used in my life over and over to bring me, um, courage and confidence and peace in the midst of that big fat looking risk. Okay. And it's Isaiah 49 verse 23. Those who put their hope in me will not be put to shame, right? And, and other translations obviously say those who put their hope in the Lord will not be put to shame. And that's true. That verse has always encouraged me 
And, and the Holy Spirit will whisper that to me when I'm freaking out about something and I'm talking his head off about all the ways that this particular opportunity could blow up in my face or this risk could go wrong. And, and, um, do the pros outweigh the cons? Like I'll sit, I'll analyze it to death people. And I don't know if you're like that. I will do the whole paralysis of analysis thing at times. And then I'm just like, Lord, what if this doesn't work out? Like, Lord, what if, what if I screw this up or what if it goes the wrong direction and, and it doesn't work out and I take, take this risk and I fail, you know? Um, and the Lord always reminds me of this verse in those moments. It's Isaiah, again, it's Isaiah 49, 23. Those who put their hope in me will not be put to shame. And that verse just reminds me that no matter what, I was obedient to the Lord and that pleases him. So no matter how this opportunity turns out or, or how big this risk is that I'm taking, God's proud of me because I said yes to him in the first place. Right. And that's how he feels about you too. So I don't know what doors in front of you that you've said yes to that you've walked through. And now you're looking, you're looking at the big fat risk, right? And you're weighing your pros and cons. You're making your list of, of why this wouldn't work and why this is a bad idea. I just encourage you get before the Lord and pray it through, you know, saying yes is the first step and it's a big step, but now it's like reality time and it's time to, to sit down with the Lord and get your game plan. You know, that reminds me, speaking of game plans, I don't know if you're a football fan. I love football. Um, I love mostly football because I like spending that time with my husband watching the games. Okay. I don't know who your favorite team is, but I just recently watched the Super Bowl and it was the Eagles and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And it was such a great Super Bowl for so many reasons, in my opinion. I loved it because the Eagles were underdogs. The Patriots are an awesome team and they've won like 8 million times, right? They've been to the Super Bowl eight times um, and they've won a bunch of the times that they've been. And um, I was just pulling for the, I didn't know anything about the Eagles except that they had never won a Super Bowl. And I was so pulling for them. Like I was sitting on the edge of my seat that entire game. I was praying for them. I was calling, calling down all my heavenly favors. I was like, Lord, help this underdog team. Just help them, Jesus. And, um, I was so excited about some of the backstories, you know, the behind the scenes stories of what got them there and, and how nobody thought they could make it. And then even their quarterback got hurt. Um, Wentz got hurt and they put foals in and he's like, come to find out, been on the bench for years, you know, and was debating even whether or not he wanted to continue to play football. And um, here he is now, the opportunity. Talk about a door of opportunity, you guys. And um, I just love that story about him now. He's quarterback in the Super Bowl, you know, and that's a whole nother show. Like I already wrote that message. I can't wait to share that with y'all, but that's a whole nother being prepared for the opportunity that God puts in front of you that you've been waiting for forever. Um but then also the coach, he, he's pretty new. Like they kept saying 10 years ago, he was in high, he was coaching high school football and here he is now coaching a team in the Super Bowl. And I love that. Um, just all the backstories, the behind the scenes stories. I'm all about that. I love watching the pregame so I can find out all the juicy stuff and, and just hear all the details of everybody's journey to get to the big game. I love that. But I don't know if you watched the game, but I think it was at the end of the second half. The Eagles had an opportunity um, to score, and they didn't. And it was like fourth and goal, right? And most of the time, you bring your kicking team out, and you go for the easy field goal, right? You go for the three points. But this coach was like, nope, we're going for it. And even the announcers, you guys, Chris Collinsworth and the other guy, were like, oh, this is a huge risk. 
This is a major, oh my gosh, I can't believe he's risking this. I can't believe he's doing this. This is crazy. And sure enough, instead of doing the field goal, they went for the touchdown or whatever and got it. Like he, he moved forward and everything he wanted to do happened and it resulted in a touchdown. It was this awesome moment. And Chris Collins, I mean, they even did like a trick play where the quarterback caught his own pass and it was like the first time in the Super Bowl that had ever happened with a touchdown that um, Foles caught his own touchdown. So that was really cool. And they score and Chris Collinsworth was like, oh my gosh, this is going to go down in history as one of the most incredible play calls of all time in a Super Bowl. And I was like, wow, all because the coach took a risk. He knew that, that he had an opportunity and he knew that he needed to take a risk to get those extra points. And he totally went for it and he followed his gut and he did it. And I love that. And then at the end of the game, after the Eagles won, the coach gave all glory. He said to his Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, which I thought was beautiful. So, um, that just reminds me, you know, of what we're talking about today. Sometimes you just got to go for it. And that's what, that's exactly what the coach said afterwards. He's like, I just knew that I had to go for it. And that's sometimes what it looks like with the Lord. He puts those opportunities in front of us, those open doors. We say yes to them. We walk through them. And then it looks like we're taking this huge risk. And sometimes we just have to go for it. And his word tells us that when we do that, he will not put us to shame. You know, Psalms 27, 13 and 14 says it like this. I am certain that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and courageous. Wait for the Lord. And that reminds me of one of my own stories. I had an opportunity not that long ago, a few years ago, to go to the Philippines on a missions trip with another um, church that was going. I had a friend that was on on that board, and they told me about the, the missions trip. And I just really felt like the Holy Spirit put it on my heart to make it a priority to go on that trip. And, of course, I'd never been to the Philippines, and, and we were going to go work in an orphanage over there for a week or so. And so it was a great opportunity, and I knew that – The Lord was putting that door in front of me. And so I prayed about it a lot. And I said, eventually, yes, to that opportunity. And I stepped through that door. But then I went to the first meeting, you guys. Okay. And you know what happens in the first meeting? They give you all the details of the trip. And then they tell you how much money you have to raise. And it was a lot of money. Like if I'm remembering correctly, I want to say because the Philippines is really far. And we were trying to take a lot of money to to help with some programs this orphanage was doing. I want to say that we had to raise like. $3,500 maybe it was a lot of money and you know I did not have a job um doing ministry and and I was um I think I was the women's pastor at my church at that time and that doesn't really pay anything and so I had to raise the money pretty much from scratch and I tell you what I remember driving home from that first meeting at that um that other church and it was about a 40 minute drive home and the whole way I was like oh lord what did I get myself into what have I said yes to God? What have you done to me? Now I've, I've committed to this. I've said, yes, I've told all my people that I'm going and, and now I got to come up with this money. I got to raise this money. And again, that verse came to me from Isaiah chapter 49, verse 23. Those who put their hope in me will not be put to shame. And I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I believe you. And I know you're going to do it. And I trust you, God. I'm just going to lean into you. And there were days, you guys, when, you know, the money, I sent out the letters that you send out for a missions trip. And I'm sure I put it on social media that I was trying to raise money for this trip. And I talked about it at my church and in my Bible study. And the money started trickling in. We're talking like $20 here, $50 there, you know, a little bit trickling in here and there. But gosh, I needed a lot more money. (laughs) Like 
a couple more thousand dollars and it, and it was coming down to the deadline. And I remember the night before the money was due, gosh, I still needed, I think close to $1,300. It was like 1278 or something like that. And, um, I was just praying. I was like, well, Lord, this is all you. You're the one that told me to go through this door. I said yes to you. I was obedient. I did my part. I sent out the letters. I prayed. I asked people. I let them know I'm going. No, you're the one that has to put it in their heart. Lord, you have to move on my behalf and bring these finances in. And we had Bible study at church that night. It was a Wednesday night. And I remember I went to church and everybody was asking me, you know, how much more money do you need? Are you so excited about your trip? And everybody knew the next day was my deadline. And out of the blue, I'll never forget friends of our family, Amy and David Thedinga called me. And they were like, hey, how much more money do you need for your trip? And seriously, guys, it was like almost $1,300. Like I have it written down in my journal somewhere because I wrote the whole thing down because it was such a God miracle. But I told her how much it was. And um, she's like, okay, we heard from God and we know that we're supposed to pay the balance due for your Philippines trip. We're supposed to pay the rest of it. And what's so cool about it is that was the exact amount of money that they had just gotten back on their tax return, like to the penny the amount of money they had gotten back on their tax return and they were obedient. They took a huge risk. It's not like they were, I'm sure rolling in the dough or anything crazy like that. They felt the Lord put it on their heart. He gave them the opportunity to sow into this missions trip and they said yes to him. And, um, then they took the risk and gave me the money, you know, and I got to go on that trip and I got to meet a lot of amazing people and pray with some incredible, um, ministry opportunities and events over there. And, um, if you've heard that story on another show, you can go back and listen to that. But, um, I got to pray with some teenagers over there about the healing power of Jesus and, um, just really walk them through some, some healing and deliverance from sexual abuse and things like that in their history. And so God really moved in a mighty way. And once I got over there, it was obvious that I was supposed to be on that trip. But, you know, when you're standing there in that doorway saying yes to God, all you're seeing sometimes is how big the risk is. And I just want to tell you guys, go for it. Just like that coach did, sometimes you just need to go for it, you know. And so that's what I wanted to encourage you about today is taking those big risks with God. You know, and one way that I encourage myself when I'm in the middle of a big risk with God is I'll write on my mirror in my bathroom at home, you know, someplace that... I can see every day while I'm washing my face or um, brushing my teeth or getting ready for my day. I'll write with um, a dry erase marker, a scripture on my mirror that God's saying to me or a phrase that he's saying to me. Like right now, the season I'm in, the, the sentence on my mirror says, just do it. Just do it. Because I know that's what God's calling me to do with some other risks that he's asked me to take in this season, these opportunities that he's opened to me. And so I'll write that phrase. And if he gives me a scripture, I'll write that on there. And it's always in front of me. You know, his word is alive. You guys, we talk about that all the time. It's living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, discerning between bone and marrow, soul and spirit, even to the very intents of the heart, right? That scripture's from Hebrews. And it's true. His word is alive. And every time I read it, every time I say it, every time I see it or declare it over myself, I'm speaking life to myself. I'm declaring God's goodness. I'm reminding my spirit and myself of God's promises And I am speaking into my atmosphere full of faith, right? To trust God and believe him for everything that he's called me to. Another um, thing that I do when I need encouragement is I listen to worship music that reminds me that God is big and this risk is small. 
compared to God. You know, you hear people talk about, you know, tell, tell your problem, tell your tiny problem about your big God. And I do the same with situations like this, these opportunities that feel risky. You know, I'll just look at them and be like, yep, this is a big risk. Yep. I can lose it all. Or yep, this might, this might end up being, you know, a really hard thing, but I know that God is big and through God, all things are possible and I'm trusting him and he's got my back and I'll play music like that. You know, I'll create a whole playlist on my iPhone or um, Spotify or whatever I'm listening to. That's all songs of encouragement and about being brave and about stepping out and stepping up and having courage. Um, I know Bethel music's got this song out called you make me brave. It's from a few years ago. If you've never heard that, I encourage you to Google that song, look it up on YouTube for free. Um, they've got lyric videos and all kinds of stuff. It's you make me brave by Bethel music. And it's such an awesome song about, you know, gosh, just going for it, just going for it with God. He's the one that makes us brave in our weakness. He is strong. So no matter how you're feeling about the risk that he's asking you to take, um, trust him. You guys, if he's called you to it, he's going to equip you for it. You know, Joyce Meyer, I call her mama Joyce. Um, cause in my imagination, she's like my mama, but, um, I love her so much. And mama Joyce always says, you know, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And that's what he does. You guys. So if you're looking at your risk and one of the issues you're having with it on your little pros and cons sheet of paper that you've listed out is, well, I'm not qualified to do that. Good. Good. That is probably for sure. God, then if you're not qualified, let me tell you, I can't even begin to tell you all the things that he's called me to that I was not qualified for yet. He called me to it and had me do it. Like I've walked through those things, you know, um, if he's calling you to do it, he will qualify you. Don't let that stop you. He'll equip you with everything you need. Read the old Testament, read about how, when they were building the temple, he called all those guys, those craftsmen, um, craftsmen and, and, and workers. And he said, I'm going to anoint you to be able to do this. And I'm going to equip you to be able to build that. Like he gave them all those abilities, you know, and the Bible tells us that every good and perfect gift is from above, right? It's all from God. Anyway, let him do it. Let him move through you. Just sit back and watch him move on your behalf. Sit back in awe of his majesty and his goodness and watch him work those wonders. One of my favorite verses when I need to encourage myself is the one I have on my keychain. Somebody gave it to me literally probably 12, 15 years ago. And on all the words have worn off, but I've still got the little armor, um, the little shield on my keychain. And it's from Joshua chapter one. And I'm going to read it to you now. Um, I know you probably know this verse, but sometimes it's just so good to hear it. It's Joshua chapter one. I'm going to read verses five through nine. Okay. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. I, God, will be with you just as I was with Moses. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous for you will distribute the land I swore to their fathers to give them as an inheritance. Above all, be strong and very courageous to carefully observe the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you will have success wherever you go. This book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to recite it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it. For then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's what I want to say to you guys today. 
Be strong and courageous. God is with you. Whatever he's calling you to, he will equip you for. He will not put you to shame. He will fill you with everything that you need to do whatever he's asking you to do. Get some good worship music on that encourages you, that helps you to be brave. Get your scriptures out like it says right there that I just read from Joshua. Get in his word. You know, he says, do not let it depart from you. Get into it day and night. Recite it night and day. Find your power scripture that's encouraging you in this season and write it on your bathroom mirror. Write it somewhere that you can see it every day. Speak it over yourself. Declare it and just go for it. Because that's what God's calling you to do. He's asking you to take those big risks with him. When he leads you out into the water, he is not going to let you drown. Right? He is with you. He is always with you. And when I was praying about the show and asking God what he wanted me to share, um, I I really felt the Holy Spirit put a specific word on my heart for you this morning. So I'm going to read to you now this word from the Lord that I wrote for everybody listening or watching this on our YouTube channel. Taking the risk. And this is what the Lord would say to you today. Be brave with me, child. I've got you covered. I have your hand in mine. You can trust me. I will not lead you astray. Look to me. I will show you the way. Lean in and listen. My heart is for you. Let me do it. You can trust me always. I have your back and I've already been where you're going. Let me do it all. Watch and see. I will show you, you will know the way to go. And this is the verse that I heard to go with that. It's Isaiah 30, verse 21. I'm going to read it to you from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. And whenever you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear this command behind you. This is the way. Walk in it. So I bless all of you guys with that word from the Lord today. Um, I felt that so strongly on my heart to share that with you and encourage you as, as we're talking about taking risks with God today on the show, um, and just going for it. I cannot tell you how many times the Lord has encouraged me with a prophetic word like that, that he has spoken straight to my heart, either from somebody else, or maybe something I read online, like on the Elijah list, if you've ever, um, checked out the words, the prophetic words that they post. They've got some really great people who seek God's heart and and um, write out what he's speaking to them in this season and for this time. I encourage you to check that out. It's theelijahlist.com. There's so many great things there. But you guys, what, I want you to just stop and think right now, what door of opportunity has God asked you to go through? And what do you feel about that is risky? Do you think it's a risk worth taking? I would say yes. If it's with the Lord, it is always a risk worth taking. Just like in that verse in Isaiah that we read at the top of the show from Isaiah that says, those who put their hope in the Lord will not be put to shame. And that is so true. He will never put you to shame. He will never, ever make you regret taking a risk with him. He told me recently I was praying about some stuff that I haven't seen the answer to yet. You know, some rest that I took that they haven't played all the way out and I don't know how they're going to turn out. And when I was praying about it, I really felt like the Holy Spirit whispered to my heart and he said, I will always be worth the risk. I will always be worth it. You will never regret risking with me. And I believe that for you guys too. He is such a good father. He is so faithful And he is always going to put those doors of opportunity in front of us. And what may look risky 
Let him walk you through it. Let him encourage you. Let him equip you. Let him be your strength. I want to read one more verse to you as we close, and I'm going to pray for you. And it's kind of my theme verse. Um, the Lord put it on my heart when I started my ministry. It's from First Chronicles 28, 20. Then David said to his son Solomon, be strong and courageous. Do the work. Don't be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God. My God is with you. He won't leave you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the Lord's house is finished. And I just want to say to you guys, just do it. Just go for it. Take the risk. Go for it. Now I want to close in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everybody listening. I'm so grateful, God, um, that you put those doors of opportunity in front of us. And when that risk shows up, Lord, what looks risky is really just another faith journey with you. Lord, I pray that you help us be strong and courageous and brave and, and remember all the things you've already brought us through and help us remember that you're always worth it. Lord, I just call forth everyone's destiny right now in Jesus' name, and I thank you that you whisper your truth to their heart. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in to Scandalous Grace. We're always so glad to hear from our listeners. You can reach out to us at scandalousgrace at carlaswanigan.com, and you can find out more about our ministry at carlaswanigan.com. And remember, leave religion out of it. And just bring Jesus. We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carlos Swanigan. Please go to carloswanigan.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking, and to find out about all of Carla Swanigan Ministries' resources, including her video devotional series. Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to carloswanigan.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. Please join us again next Saturday at 4 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carlos Wanigan.